to tell you much earlier in the season than last year that the Browns have won a game, defeating the Minnesota Vikings 31-27 in the Metrodome. Browns win! Bernie, The Browns, I am pleased to announce, are 1-2 third place in the AFC North ahead of the 0-3 Pittsburgh Steelers. And to celebrate that, and to discuss a crazy week in the Cleveland Browns franchise, I have with me a record three co-hosts. No, we had three last time. A tie for record. (laughs) Three co-hosts. But coming to you from four separate locations. Within one compound. Within Mm. one compound. It's a big compound. Chris Poland. Hello, internet. Ian Wolf. God bless America. God bless the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and for the first time this season in studio here at Aqua Beer Legion headquarters, live and in person in the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Studio, <laughs> Brian Weeby, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Browns win. Brian, how's it feel to be out of the uh, isolation chamber? It, uh, you know, it's it's scary out here, but it's all right. Everything's a lot brighter. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds sad. Do you wanna do you wanna go back? No, no, I'm good. You sure? Let us know if you're not good. Help me fucking God! It's a pleasure to be here. Like I said, I'm I'm seeing the light. We're glad to have you, man. And Brian, strangely, than I remember. <laughs> we've, you know, the Pierogi Mountain sponsorship that we've recently got is uh, added some amenities. It's like eBay here, man. You got like ping pong tables, air hockey, boxes aquarium. of <laughs> boxes of Google just laying around. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, I must also say, of course, like I envisioned in a prophetic dream, I didn't see the Browns win for good reason. I was at the wedding of Mr. Dan Majeski and Miss Leo Ashley Majeski in Cincinnati, Ohio. Congrats to those crazy kids. Mazel from Congrats. I was out at a wedding. Um, hanging out with some miscreants, selling, celebrating a wonderful occasion. And then on Sunday, during the game, I was buying a used car from an old man named Mort. It's <laughs> a great Ladies name for an old man. And you got a CRV. Mort's Imports. 
I did get a CRV. And what year is that? A 1997 so Honda. Honda, Honda, 16 years old. In Ohio, you can legally fuck that car. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. But yeah, so I missed the game, but to equal it out, Ian Wolf, you went to the game because you live in Minnesota. I do, and I did, in reverse order from the order that you asked those questions, stated those facts. They weren't questions. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, I did go to the game. Yeah. All right, so what happened? Everybody. I know you guys watched it, too. What the hell happened? Well, before the game, I went to this place called the Bandbox Diner and accidentally ordered a Sloppy Joe because I wasn't paying attention to what I was getting, but it was totally okay because it was fantastic. Is that what you wanted to know? <laughs> what about the game? Oh, it was good. They won. Yay, <laughs> oh, no, I, I do have a few notes. Um, first oh, and foremost, know. the Metrodome fucking sucks. Yeah, I don't like the Metrodome. It, yeah, it's a it's a piece of shit. Their scoreboards, I don't think, have been updated since the building was built in whatever year that was. 1904. 1904. <laughs> in 1904, then uh, hardy Minnesotans raised themselves. When Ulysses S. Grant stopped using it for a union training camp, it became the Metrodome, home to the Minnesota Icemen. And it, it really is. It's like a giant weird football balloon. It's so strange being in that fucking building and looking up and there's that white roof, which only, like, two years ago collapsed. Yeah, we smell, that's right. Did you, did you think about that? While the you whole time, there? the entire time, that's all I thought about. Because we were sitting maybe ten rows from the top of the Metrodome. Okay, and top of the balloon. Top of the balloon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if, if the shit went down, I was fucked, without question. I was okay. fucked. How were the fans out there? Angry. They were so mad. The Vikings fans were at their own Vikings. team? I will tell you, they really don't like Christian Ponder. Yeah, that guy <laughs> kind of blows. And I don't know, man. Two rushing touchdowns. That is true. But he can't seem to throw a football, <laughs> which is kind of a skill you want in a quarterback. One would think. Well, one would think. But do they? I don't know. I can't read minds. These two teams always struck me... <laughs> As kind of like each other a little bit, don't you think? I no, agree. Well, I mean, just, you know. Well, it, then the Vikings went to the playoffs last year, didn't they? They did, but don't you always feel like, honestly, as much as the Browns have sucked, dude, hasn't there always, at least especially last year even, been like, they could have easily won games and they just lost them at some point. Like, even this year they were leading at halftime in all three of these games, you know? Yeah. Like, the Vikings just got lucky on some of those, I think. You know, they've never really been that good, right? I mean, Peterson's awesome. I think yeah. one of the years with Favre, they were pretty formidable. Yeah, but since Favre's been gone, they've had, like, Tavarius Jackson and Christian Ponder. Yeah, sure did. Back in the day when they had Randy Moss, they were really good. And then they had Randall Cunningham. Rich Gannon. <laughs> so... What it, what happened? I mean, like, who was awesome? I kind of read some of the stat lines, but obviously, like, the Browns fucking won, so something crazy must have happened. Hoyer? I just thought it was a crazy game full of unexpected surprises. It is it is not at all the football game I expected to see. Yeah, I, I, I do also. 
I think Josh Gordon is now clearly the best offensive player on the team. Yeah, he had a Agreed. nasty well, game. in the non-Joe Thomas division. <laughs> right. And Joe Thomas doesn't count, I guess. I got Gordon on my <laughs> fantasy team, man. I'm pumped about that. I don't want to talk about fantasy football. Picked him up late rounds because of that coding charge. There you go. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Go on. They did win the game. I'm not really sure how. Fake fake field goal? Fake field goal, fake punt. Uh, I mean, I think three it's... touchdowns and three interceptions for Brian Hoyer, who threw the ball 54 times. And I, if I remember correctly, after the first game, Brian, you said if... Brandon Whedon is throwing the ball 53 times. The Browns will never win. Yeah. However, if this Hoyer <laughs> fellow throws it 54 times, we're on I don't even, Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know about that. Then, you know, I think maybe we should possible. get it up to 70, 75 throws. So. <laughs> well, the way, our, the way the running game is going, it's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, that was the other thing. I mean, do we, is there anything else we want to talk about? I think the game, you know, I didn't watch it, so I think I pretty much covers it. The Browns won. It was crazy. Well, my my favorite, like, sequence of plays was when, uh, what's this dude's name again? Hoyer? Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. When, Stinny Hoyer. When Hoyer, one play, literally just threw the ball straight into the ground. <laughs> and then the next play threw a huge touchdown pass. Yeah, yeah man. That, that, I think that sums up the game for me. Right on. I, I wanted to mention, too, that the punter threw a touchdown pass. Spencer Lanning, like a girl. Ended up kicking an extra point, and he's the first player to punt, kick, and throw a TD pass since 1968. That's awesome. Spencer Lanning, we would love to have you on your show. You are our MVP. And only in a Browns victory <laughs> would uh, the punter be the MVP. Yeah, seriously. Is, is anybody surprised that it would be a Browns punter to accomplish that feat? No way. Let's it's, get him in the Pro Bowl, man. Do you want to get him in the Pro Bowl? Who do we talk to? I don't know. Well, then I think Bill Dobbs the Pro Bowl, are we? quarterback. <laughs> and their punter. What else do you guys have down here for notes? I uh, lots of drops, lot of interceptions. I I didn't see the game, but I assume the interceptions are three's fine. If you would have told me he threw it fifty four times, and we would have won. <laughs> Three is fine. Who the fuck cares, dude? It's Brian Hoyer, the guy. It's like the second time playing in the NFL. We won the damn game. If you'd have thrown five, I would have been fine. With that. He had a great drive too, <laughs> with like a minute to go, where he won the game. And I yeah, haven't seen that's Brian true. Whedon, or Brandon Whedon do that shit. Yeah, Brandon Whedon sucks, dude. Right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be anti Brandon Whedon all of a sudden. I said we all. I basically said that last week. That like Brandon Whedon's terrible, but he's our best quarterback. And I still kind of. I mean, I don't know. You know, he's obviously a bit more experienced than Hoyer, but. And old Chud hasn't committed for next week. It's also important to remember that Brandon Whedon is probably 20 years older than Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hoyer has earned another start, at least. Oh, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I want to see him next week. Honestly, what has this team got to lose? Because whoever, has, whoever starts these games is not going to be the quarterback next year. Unless... Unless they keep fucking winning. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dude, you're telling me that you don't think right now, and this goes back to everything I've been talking about this season so far, that right now, if this fucking crazy Browns team cobbled together, this band of misfits beats the Bengals next week, they are 2-2, two and two, 
and possibly could end up even being tied for first place in the AFC North, right? Can, can I just say? That, <laughs> I'm just uh, saying. I would really like to see the band, the Misfits, play the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> That would be That's awesome. a counter run by Wolfgang von Frankenstein. <laughs> the only audible they know is 138. <laughs> All right, 138! All right. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to say about... I have a couple game? more notes from my uh, experience being in enemy territory watching oh, yes. this game. So I was in a section that happened to have like two rows full of Browns fans behind me at the very top of the stadium. And I, I sit in there at halftime, and I just hear one of them go, We're fucking winning! This isn't right! <laughs> and I thought to myself, Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like This, this is such an unusual feeling. Especially after the trade, right? And everything yeah. that happened this week. I think but, everyone predicted a slaughtering. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think everybody that predicted that slaughtering was aware of just how much the Vikings suck. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty terrible, right? Really, and how awesome really Old Legs McGahee is. I mean, just wait <laughs> yeah, for the, Willie. the playbook. Old Look Legs McGahee. He of the, uh, here we go, let's find this, eight carries for nine yards. Eight carries, nine yards. <laughs> Willis McGahee, also known as Brandon Whedon's uncle. <laughs> I mean, I'd also, I'd like to take this opportunity to also point out that on the season, our longest, our longest rush from scrimmage came on a fake punt. Yeah. Put him in. Put yep. him in. Spencer Lanning. Aubrey, right? Josh Aubrey. Yeah. A defensive Jordan. back. A defensive back has our longest run of the season. So Gordon was awesome. Jordan Cameron was awesome. Jordan Cameron? God damn, I love him. He's Three awesome. TDs. Four on the season now. He uh I remember last year just thinking that guy sucks. He did suck, didn't he? He yeah. was terrible. It would like hit him right in the fucking chest. Mm-hmm. But he's awesome. Something happened. He's probably on roids. <laughs> the uh, the front chemistry seven with continues to be badass as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. The front seven. Barkevius oh, yeah, Mingo man. had this play where he got blocked to the ground, sprung up, and sacked Christian Ponder. It was incredible. Mingo's Browns, the dude. Browns did have six sacks on Sunday. Six yeah. different players recording one sack. That's what I'm talking about. And they gave up 27 points. That's misleading because that was mostly from field position. Yeah. As, as, uh, on the day, the Browns gave up, I guess they did give up 329 yards. 329 yards of offense given up to the Vikings, 195 through the air, 134 on the ground. Well, that, yeah, we'll get to, I have actually some stuff later on. We're going to talk about uh, some things Adrian Peterson had to say and that Phil Taylor had to say back to him. Um but, yeah, I mean, you know, going into this game, I didn't check the stats after, but going in, the Browns were 5th in the league against the run and 12th in the league against the pass. You know. That's not too shabby. Not I mean, at all. Yeah. Jabal Sheard getting knocked around. Um, we don't know too much about that. I don't think yet, but it looks like he's going to miss some time, which is a bummer, of course, because I, I, I am a big Jabal Sheard fan, but that also means Mingo is going to be in a lot more. Javius. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're they're, this far they're, into the... they're hurting now at linebacker though with Groves out, and, and I love Jabal Sheard too. He had a sack. 
He did. Well, what's up? Do you think the Browns can get Alden Smith from the 49ers? I think they're going to let go of him because he was like super, super high and super drunk and crashed into like a house or something. <laughs> but I mean, I'll take a flyer on that, right? Why He's not? the kind of guy I want on the Browns. Hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stepping into He'll Dante's Cowboys shoes. The quarterback, much like he does things <laughs> with his car. I think they need to send Jim Brown in a Black Hawk helicopter <laughs> with a case of Cavassier and a giant bag of weed to Alden Smith's house right now. I'd be like, son, and the remaining the survivors of the fucked up, and we're gonna fly this awesome helicopter around and crash it into shit, and then you're gonna play for the Browns. It's gonna jam one of those Jim Brown hats right on top of his right head. on top of his head. <laughs> Listen, I was in Mars Attacks. No, I'm not. I we love Jim Brown. That was I do. Jim Brown, Brown. We would love to have you on the show. We might even have maybe a, a later Jim on Brown DVD season. collection. Ooh, from our film expert. Um, so, yeah. Also, I have here, again, I must say, Steelers are in last place. You guys suck. That, that is not at all what that says. Read what it says in our itinerary. Steelers are in last place. Suck our dicks. There you go. <laughs> all right. So I, rounds win. Well, at this point, I say we've buried the lead enough. Guys, yeah, really. Come on. I met Captain Cleveland this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh-huh. Got my picture that is what you're everything. seeing as the featured photo on the blog entry, our own Ian Wolf meeting Captain Cleveland. I sat ten rows behind him like two years ago, and that alone just felt like something. So I can only imagine how the, you feel. The man has a firm handshake. It's like if the earth itself grabbed your palm, <laughs> shook up and down. And his voice, oh my god. Oh my god. Like thick butter bacon? Yeah, but you're selling it short. There, are, there have not yet been words invented to describe what it's like to hear Captain Cleveland speak. <laughs> Did you tell him about the podcast? <laughs> no, I was quivering in my little uh, girl pants. <laughs> and also, I did get booed at a pizza place in Booze. For what? After, after for wearing my Browns shirt. Oh. It Before or after the game? After the game. It wasn't so much a booing as you. Does that sure say Cleveland? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, uh, go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs> so, besides the Browns winning, which is totally awesome no matter how it happens. That is all that happened this week. <laughs> well, something else happened, Ian. What, what else happened? Huh? And we actually added it on. It happened just as we were posting last week. Um, last week's episode, and I added on a little intro, but I wanted to discuss it further. The Browns traded uh, number three draft pick from 2012, Trent Richardson, to the Indianapolis Colts for a first-round pick next year in 2014. That also happened. They don't say. How about that? Don't you remember earlier when we all got excited about Willis McGahee? You didn't think that was weird? <laughs> oh, I'm always excited about Willis McGahee. I was glad you guys really? are finally coming around. Yes, really. Yeah, in a, yeah. Trent Richardson was a, a a good guy. He is a he good was, guy. He, he was a good round. He said some some good things too. I thought. Plus, not according to Scott Fajita. No, Scott Fajita. I don't know, man. What about? I like Trent Richardson more than I like Scott Fajita. Well, Fujita basically said that Richardson had uh, his head up his ass and didn't want to be in Cleveland, mm. to read it correctly. Huh. Or he wasn't putting the work in that maybe was necessary. Well, 
with the regime change. Mm. Mm. Well, whatever. If that you know, if that's something that turns out to be true, which we may never know, then whatever. But you know what? I, I said it last week. I wasn't really a Richardson fan. You get a first round pick out of him, out of a Colts team that could conceivably go six and ten. Could yeah, be they got a tough run pick. coming up. They have yeah. a tough run coming up here. And I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm telling any tales out of school here to say the Browns aren't really going anywhere this year. No. So, fuck it. Why not? Go all in right now. Build the team the way you want to build it, Mike Lombardi. And that's what, you know, the thing is, is like, I, we talked about this just a second ago, and we said, you know, how good of a guy we all thought Richardson was, how much we liked him. And that was the thing, you know. He was an exciting player. And he was also had a lot of potential. And he was the first, like, kind of flashier, like, you know, the Browns didn't trade back. They selected this guy that was on a national championship team and ran like hell, you know. And Not only. Was, but he didn't really do much. He averaged three and a half yards in his time. Hadn't had big yardage. But I didn't care about that, and I still don't. You know what I mean? Like, because of that potential and that possibility and that excitement of watching oh. him play, it was enough for me. You say, it was cool that he was a Brown, you know? You, you say they didn't trade back because they traded up one spot unnecessarily yeah. to get him. But, I yes. mean, yeah, he's an exciting idea, but he wasn't that exciting of an actual player on the field. And ultimately that's what wins the day is your, your actual production, not your hypothetical production. But is that like you know? I would. I still. I don't know. I, I think, think it would be good for both teams ultimately. You know, I think Richardson's numbers are going to improve with the Colts if he stays healthy, and I think the Browns are they're stacked with draft picks now and can maybe build the team they actually want to build instead of kind of like half-assing it with some leftovers or whatever. Exactly. Right. I am with you there, Brian. We'd be glad you've been here this whole time. <laughs> Uh, I will say his stats with the Colts did not improve. 13 carries, 35 yards for an average of 2.7 yards a carry, long of 7 yards. But he did score a touchdown. Yeah, first carry I think was a touchdown, wasn't it? But see, I mean, I wish the guy, I wish the guy the best of luck. Like honestly, man, like I think he's a sweet player, you know. And obviously, the thing is, is what's scary about this to me. Like, I love Trent Richardson, you know, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a Browns fan. Like, I'm not reacting in that manner. I've actually been trying to research this and kind of understand it from the point of view of, like, where is this going? My problem with it isn't them trading a player. They could trade whoever they want. It's that they did something that shocking two games in the season. It's so shocking that a number of people took to social networks to express their opinions. <laughs> people don't they do that. that. No way. Well, if I may, I would like to read to you some of the things that were said. Go ahead. TT Tompkins, at underscore she's TT, said, My dad is sick. LMFAO, hashtag Browns. Craig, at, <laughs> at Craig Buska, that's B O U S K A, I understand what the Browns are doing. Haslam is devaluing the team so the NFL doesn't take it away due to federal issues. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Justin at J J A Y E M W D U B B Y A, which is I'm pretty sure how that's spelled. Trent Richardson traded three question marks. Fucking bullshit, Browns. <laughs> Fuck you, Haslam. Fuck you, Banner. Hashtag Browns. 
Uh, Sean at Critgitter, K-R-I-T-R-G-I-T-R-3. Because the first two were taken. The Browns are the biggest jerk dicks in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Gives up after two games. What in baby Jesus is going on? What in baby Jesus? Rusty Shackelford, at an asshole sis. (laughs) Trent Richardson, Trent Richardson headed to the Colts. Good thing the Browns have Norb Turner to help their offense. Ha ha, sorry, that was too mean even for me. I mean, that's just uh, not funny. Rusty Shackelford. An asshole would say something much worse than that. Horse the dog at Horse the Dog. Fuck the Browns. Horse the dog. (laughs) D-A-W-G, of course. Fuck the Browns. Worst organization. Worst, not worst. Organization (laughs) in sports. Ran by a white-collared criminal and two douchebags. That could be true. I mean, honestly, I don't care. If they were... (laughs) Honestly, if the Browns won the Super Bowl and Jimmy Hassan was like, I'm a white collar criminal, I'd be like, awesome, man. Whatever. And maybe my favorite one, Jeremy Hoare at Jeremy, J-E-R-O-M-Y, Hoare, H-O-A-R. I gotta go get Chris Ogbenaya says, no fantasy owner ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's just a sampling of the reaction around the internet. That's All right. Richardson so, I mean, like, is it everybody's general opinion? Like, I was real bummed out for a couple days, man. Like, it just bummed me out. Like I said, not that they would do that. I mean, you can deal with a player being gone. And a first-round draft pick is a pretty good haul for anybody trading in the NFL. Well, I mean, let's be real. running back. Anquan Bolden was, like, a sixth-rounder this year. Uh, Brandon Marshall was, like, two second-rounders or something. And they got way more fantasy points. Yes. <laughs> I told you I don't want to talk about fantasy football. We're going to talk about it. I have My team stuff. is so bad. I'm 0-3, dude. I'm going to you. I think I scored 12 points this week. I can't wait till me and you play so I can win. Yeah, it's like the Browns-Vikings. Um, but, like, I think my general feeling now is that I totally love Sean Richardson. I wish he was still a Brown. It sucks that he's not. But whatever, they got a first-round pick in a really deep draft. They weren't really going anywhere. And with them winning this past Sunday, it makes me feel like I at least want to watch this team. However, I would like them to get another running back somehow that isn't like, well, it's gay. <laughs> Chris Agbenaya. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, man. Even, like, even if Deion Lewis hadn't have broke his leg, which I know that's, like, a big if, you know, like, I'd feel way better about this trade. That dude was getting, like, six yards of carry. But in preseason? Yeah. Well, I mean, come on, you know. Anyway. So, anybody got anything else you want to say about Richardson right now? I I have... I'm in favor of the trade. I thought it was a bold move. I mean, obviously it's a new regime. They're going to do what they want to do to try to build a winning team. The the problem I had with it was the timing. And I I, I talked to you about this, Brian, uh, right after it happened. My feeling is that uh, Haslam, Lombardi, whoever, they knew going into the season that they were going to trade Trent Richardson. And they waited until the season began because they wanted to sell tickets, this, that, the other. Like, he was on the season ticket. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I felt, I feel like they were maybe pulling the wool a little bit. Doing a little yeah, major league action. A little major league action. So you telling me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Now down in the locker room, there's a big cardboard cutout of Jimmy Haslam in his underpants that every time the Browns win a game, they get to take off a piece of his clothing. There it is. 
Hair it, oil. It, it just felt. It, it feels. So I mean, is that, there was a there was an article on Grantland that was actually really good. I think that um, was it the remember, Bill Simmons article. Yeah, the one about um, you know how the, he really liked the move because it was like an NBA style trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sort of like all in, and. We talked about that, and it was in our notes for all of us for this episode about, you know, are the Browns tanking the NBA style? You don't want to be the Milwaukee Bucks. And in the NFL, the Milwaukee Bucks is what the Browns have been. It's that 4-12, 5-11, 6-10, where you're not bad enough where you're getting the number one pick and getting a little better. Because, I mean, think about some of the teams that have had the number one pick the last couple of years. You know, the Lions, the Lions got the Stafford. Colts, you know, you're talking like teams, and even the number two pick in recent years, you know, the Redskins went to the playoffs last year. Like, they're looking know, a little busted this year, though. They are looking a little busted. Um, RG3, my fantasy. But I mean, you know, the Browns always ended up, you know, except for when they drafted Richardson, when they got Thomas a few years ago, they end up trading back and getting some dumb shit, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they end up with like Brandon Whedon and, you know, whatever. Well, that's else. kind of an interesting thing, too, is like, if you look at the two supposedly good picks the Browns had, it was uh, Joe Thomas in the year they could have gotten Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And Trent Richardson in the year that the uh, Vikings built them out of four picks and took the guy they actually wanted, Matt Khalil. You know, he's yeah. essentially Joe Thomas Jr. Totally. Now, and it seemed to work out a little bit better for the Vikings. At the, at the game, a Vikings fan told me that he had heard Mike Holmgren on ESPN Radio or some such saying that he had offered a fucking shitload of stuff. Everything he had for Andrew yeah. Luck, right? Uh, I think it was for RG3. Well, and Andrew Luck. I heard he offered yeah, it to the Colts for the first pick. And, and that's the thing. Pick. Actually, that brings up one more thing. I have two more things I want to talk about with Richardson. And obviously, we'll kind of keep talking about this all year round. So I think this is like a really, as we said, it is a very... It's a bold move, and I think it's one that we have to kind of talk about on this show throughout the season. Um, I want to keep following Trent and seeing how he's doing and things that we think the Brown, this may benefit the Browns, how they're looking with or without him. Um, but the one of the things I wanted to talk about was what I got for Trent Richardson well, in my... 2011 Madden franchise. This is I the most felt, important aspect of this. Program. Yeah, this I is felt, what everyone's been I felt that for. I needed to trade him as well. I created him as a player because this is old Madden on the Wii a couple years back. So I made a Trent Richardson that I've played one season with. I started him off, and I thought, at a very realistic level. I didn't. He was like an 81. And my team got to the playoffs last year, won a couple games, lost. And I think he went up to an 85. So I traded him five games into the season into my second season. So similar scenario, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and I traded him to the Seattle Seahawks along with a second-round pick. I had an extra one from an earlier trade. And I got Marshawn Lynch, a first-round pick, and a fourth-round pick, which is way better than what the Browns <laughs> got. I mean, the Browns should suck in reality. That. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I also got Jimmy Graham and Des Bryant. Eat it. Um, That's how you run a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Whedon's a 91 on my shit. What? Yeah, dude. He <laughs> led the team to the playoffs last year. He's blistering. In actual NFL, he's like a 14. <laughs> but that was the thing I wanted to mention. Uh, go check out that Grantland article. Um, it's on there. Very good stuff. And we'll link to it from our Facebook and Twitter. 
But are the Browns kind of tanking in that style of the NBA? Like, you know, this year even there's teams that are tanking for top draft picks. Like, is it kind of a whatever happens, happens? It's still early enough in the season. I mean, they're only one game under 500. Yeah, well, the, there's the rumors that they might trade Josh Gordon, apparently. I well, think Chud if they do that, they're clearly, yeah. they're clearly tanking. Now, Chud came out today and said, no way, I heard. Is Josh Gordon Chud's hookup? Must be. Right. He's got the scissor. Um, so let's actually, um, and like I said, we'll keep talking about this all year long and sending around links about analyzing the Richardson trade. I think it's a bold move. It bums me out that he doesn't play for the Browns anymore, but, you know, I'm a Browns fan. I'm with them. We'll see what happens. Um, right now, even though Brian Weeby's in studio, I'm going to blow everybody's mind. What? We're going to send it to Brian Weeby. Who? Live on location, the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline. Why? Pierogi Mountain. to Pierogi Mountain. Pierogi Mountain. Find him on Facebook out of Columbus, Ohio. They are out of Cafe Bourbon Street. Climb that potato mountain. Climb that potato mountain. Go down there Tuesday nights. They are cooking. Find them on Facebook. Get all the details. Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline. Brian Weeby with the broken bandwagon. Six Bs and a P. I thought I was going to have to begin this week with an apology to our uh, our faithful, the Broken Bandwagon Army, the BB Nation, the Six Bs, One P. fan club uh, <laughs> because they traded Trent they traded sweet sweet Trent Richardson to the Indianapolis Colts which uh, football wise is good for Trent living wise I don't know you know do you want to live in Indianapolis I don't know where he lives he could live forever but anyhow you've read the commentary you've read the tweets you've seen the comments on the message boards there's two sides to this. Could be good for both. Could be bad for both. Could be good for one. Could be good for the other. Could be bad for one. You know, Trent Richardson's knees could fall off. He could be a 2,000-yard Super Bowl champion. He can, uh, I don't know, scale buildings in a single bound. The Browns could have the greatest draft of all time, or they could totally blow it. The main thing, I think, as a Browns fan is that uh, I like Trent Richardson. He was a... A cool dude, and he left saying that we should remain Browns fans and to believe in the team still. And so, let's listen to him for old time's sake. What do you say? Beyond that, I think it sucks that we never got to see the team at full strength this year. You know, we never got to see uh, Gordon and Richardson on the field at the same time, and that would have been something, I think. And the other thing that sucks is that we wait again. We wait for next year's draft to see what that means, you know. Um, but this week was pretty sweet in the end. You know, we had we had a good game. It was fun to watch. It was exciting. The Browns' front seven is a bunch of beasts. They're awesome. Barkevius Mingo is uh, just incredible. Uh, Hope Jabal Sheard's okay. Brian Hoyer, what the hell? Who knew? Uh, Josh Gordon, yes, awesome. Glad you're back. If you decide to drink more Scissorp, uh, find a way to get some clean piss or something. Uh, but as I said, I don't care if you want to sample the wares. Just don't get in trouble. There's no, you know. Anywho, 
Um, Vikings matchup was interesting because I think they're teams that are... The Vikings and the Browns have a lot in common. They're both in tough divisions. They both have, like, pretty good defenses uh, or defensive studs. Um, but defenses with holes, they both have suspect quarterbacks. And until the Richardson trade, they both had, you know, potentially awesome and awesome running backs. So, you know... I thought the Vikings were maybe something the Browns should aspire to, but maybe not, because we beat them. We beat them good. 16 years in the league, still throwing his body around. Surefire Hall of Fame. Mark Royals punting to Metcalf. Backpedals to take it at the 10, and a good return. He's got a blocker in front. Metcalf cuts back, turns on the afterburner. Metcalf will go 90 yards. of his wow. career, 90 yards, a team record for the Browns. Officially 91 yards for Metcalf as he backpedals to take it right there. There was a lot of question as to whether or not Metcalf was even going to play in this game. He was struggling with a knee injury. As you can see him limping down the field here <laughs> at about a 4-2 pace. Wow. some moments in the National Football League where you don't mind paying the 25 or 30 bucks for a ticket when you watch a kid like this play the game. Got a good block from Eric Turner to help spring him. The first punt return for a touchdown against Pittsburgh since 1984. Officially 91 yards as lightning strikes twice at Cleveland Stadium. Two long plays and the Browns up 14. I think that little sign said it all. We hate game has had more drama, more storylines than a Broadway play. Royals with a punt. Eric Metcalf has already taken 191 yards for a score. He has this one at the 25. Metcalf to the outside. Good move. Metcalf at midfield. Metcalf cuts back. He's still on his feet. Metcalf will go for the score. Unbelievable. All right, welcome back. You just heard there from Brian Weeby. On location, not in studio here. That was awesome, Brian Weeby. Great job. Thanks. Good work. Brian Weeby with the Broken Bandwagon, talking about a lot of the things that we've been talking about throughout this episode. And you also heard after that, I believe, an audio from a classic Browns play. Ooh. Ooh. 
We've been trying to break things up here a little bit more on Six Bs and a P from some audience feedback, and I agree. Last week we played some awesome music, uh, the Bad Bad Cleveland Browns, and we're going to do this week a few uh, awesome play calls from things that happened to the Browns. Can I can I throw something out there real quick? Do it. If anybody out there listening in Six Bs and a P land wants to make a little jingle for any of our segments, by all means, do so. Let us and know. What? Send it to us. What email address can they send that to? They can send that to... I, I've got a lot of free time, so here's 20 seconds of tossed off music that you can put on your stupid fucking podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. All right. Um, we have an exciting exciting news here at 6Bs and a P. I guess there's really no other way to say it. We are honored. We have a member, a senior member, I'd even say, a, a higher up, one of the highest ups of the Browns front office here live in studio with us on the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline. We, I'm honored, guys, um, and I hope you're all excited as well, this, too. This to is welcome a big deal. This is a real big deal. It is. Michael, Michael, Michael Lombardi. Here hey, everybody. It's a me, Michael Lombardi. Thank you, Mr. Lombardi. Yeah, thanks for coming to the show. Uh, yeah, this is... Grazie, grazie. Thank you. Fantastic. General manager of the Cleveland Browns, of course, Michael Lombardi. Glad it. Can we call you Mike? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call sure, me. You sound unsure. You're like that. Michael Lombardi, you know. We'll call you, call all right, we'll call you Michael Lombardi, your full name, I guess, then, right? What's your middle name? Do we need that? Yeah, you don't need to know. My papa, Vincent, uh, Vincent. famed trophy maker. Uh, Ian, please stop making the guests uncomfortable. Well, I just, you know. Well, can I start the questioning? Sure. Michael, you mind if we ask you a few questions? Michael Lombardi, do you have Michael hey, Lombardi, I'm sorry. Go for it, boys. Respect. Come on now. Sorry. Well, first off, thanks again for being on the show, Michael Lombardi. Um, so I, I'd like to ask you, you know, uh, people are saying that maybe Richardson wasn't the the greatest uh, match to this new Browns offense, that maybe he wasn't, you know, firing on all cylinders with the rest of the teams, things weren't gelling, I don't know. Uh, can you give us a little bit of insight there? Was Richardson, you know, a problem, not necessarily on the field, but in no, the locker no, no, room? No, no, I, I love, uh, I love a Trentino. He's, he's my boy. He's on my fantasy team. I love this guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Michael Lombardi. You have a fantasy team? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called the Legato Romanolo, after my dog. Who's your quarterback, Mr. Lombardi? Hey. Who's Andrew, that? Andrew Luck. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew yeah. Luck. Well, this opens up a whole other bag of questions. Michael yeah. Lombardi. Ian, go ahead. How much time per week do you spend managing your fantasy team versus managing... The reality team that you're Good question. Of. Good question. Thank you. Well, it's hard to say. I play a lot of Madden, too, you know? It's oh, a lot of Madden. Game, oh, my God. This is okay, insane. now we can get to the important questions. What year and what system? Uh, it's, of course, in the 25. Come with the Sunday ticket. Oh, yeah. Very good. I bet you got that deal. Amazon. And, got some connections. Uh, I got the PS3. Oh, very now, nice. Now, Michael Lombardi, why would you need Sunday ticket? Can't you just go to the games? Yeah. I like to watch on my computer, laptop. You know, I'm always on the go. Always on the go. Mm -hmm. Checking that fantasy team. 
Yeah. But where are you going on Sundays when the professional football league team, the PFL, the PFL, the old PFL, <laughs> the team that you're the general manager of, is playing? You're on the go then. I've got two smartphones, a BlackBerry, a laptop. I watch a lot of shit. Uh, did you see the most recent Breaking Bad, Michael Lombardi? All right, no, 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 we're not doing this. We go through this every week. It's a great episode, great. No, we're not doing this, we're not doing this. Only if one you want to talk about. If you want to talk about Breaking Bad, Ian will mention that email at the end of the the uh, segment here. Mr. Michael Lombardi, I have a question for you. Yes? Um, ultimately, what's the direction you you hope the Browns continue to go in? What's your vision for this team? It's like a piece of pie. Okay. You gotta you gotta roll the crust. Okay. A little, some sauce, some toppings, some cheese. Okay, I'm with you. You bake it. Okay. In the, in the oven. I got gotcha. you. Try to keep from dropping in a pile of shit. <laughs> what? That's how you make pizza? Well, no, a football team. Yeah, I I mean, I understand you're trying to make a metaphor, but really all you did was describe how you make a pizza and not drop it into a pile of shit. <laughs> well, real, he didn't describe how you don't drop it, I don't think. Well, he said, um, well, he, that's true. You how, don't. How, how, how do you, you don't. How do you not drop it into a pile of shit? You were like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we had a little interruption there. Brian, what were you going to say? Uh, you know, it's like, when I don't drop pizzas and shit, I wear, like, oven mitts, you know, or, or maybe, like, one of those wooden pizza things, so... I don't oh, know. yeah. Yeah, I know the word. That's my good. idea. Sure. I'm not sure what that has to do with football, though. So, which phase of the... Like, let's say, okay, Mr. Michael Lombardi, let's say that the the football vision for a football team is, like, making a pizza pie. What stage of the pizza pie would you say that the Browns are in, you know, in its equivalent, I guess? Hey, we got like a, we've got a, you know, we had a nice pizza with the Trentino. Okay, the Trentino pizza. pizza. But he'd fallen into the pile of shit. Okay. So So I sold the pizza. I sold the whole thing. Trentino's pizza rolls? (laughs) I I like those late at night. They're good. That's the Totino's. Michael Lombardi, you do like pizza rolls, is what you're telling us. Tostino's, Trentino, it's all good. All right. So, um, what do you? I have one more question. Like, what What's the record for your fantasy team? We uh, one and two. One and two. All right. Hey, so same, same as, as the your, Yeah, same as the real team. Hey, Trent, Trent Richardson, I get a few more points this last. Yeah, week. that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what? What was that? Oh, the door. Why don't you get that? It was at the door. Is someone at the door? Do we hey, have Ma- a door? Michael, what do you think you're doing over here? Uh, who's that? Who's there? Uh, who, who's there? This is this is Jimmy Haslam. Oh, Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> oh, dear here. God. Wow. Hey, Jimmy, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to the guys here. You know? Guys, this is unprecedented. Why are you trying to tell them Jimmy? everything that's going on with the Cleveland Browns football organization? I like these Jimmy. guys. I listen to them every week. I watch the live stream even. You watch the live stream? Tell me you're Oh, that's who's been watching. Yeah, it was me. I got it going well, on my so, Sunday pass and ticket devices, you so, know? Michael Lombardi, you're watching right now while you're on the show? 
Yeah. They did so take a lot of device feeding back. Yeah. That, I'm, you know, I'm an What can I say? Very vague. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Jimmy Haslam, do you, do you have any time for questions? Uh, not really. I, I I don't know if y'all have heard, but I got the federales all up in my grill over uh-huh. here. Yeah, so we have I, heard. Uh, did you hear? What'd you hear? Tell me what you heard. Uh, exactly what you said. Federales up in your grill. All right, that's fair enough. So, so you've been getting my newsletter every week. Oh, I, I subscribe. Now, now, Michael Lombardi, now Kevin Colbert, when I was with the Pittsburgh Steelers, he never came on these little dumbass podcasts and talked about what we were trying to do as an organization now, did he? Hey, dumbass. Hey, I'm just trying to get out in front of this thing. You, were, you read the article by, uh, what's his name, the fucking dork dude who writes for the thing? Who's that? He made us look like doofuses. Uh, sex and Cocoa Puffs, some little bitch man, I don't know. Who are, who are you talking about, Michael Lombardi? A uh, Klosterman. Oh, that little, that, little, that little homo, Chuck Klosterman? Exactly. I read that bullshit. Yeah. All right, well, hey. Yeah, just misinformation. Through, if yeah. I could, would you guys mind the next thing that we were going to do before we went um, and did some trivia and then took a break? Um, I wanted to talk about next week's game versus the Bengals. So, I mean, we were going to weigh in on that. Browns play the Bengals this coming Sunday, 1 p.m. But who better to weigh in on that than Jimmy Haslam and Michael Lombardi, am I right? Well, I have nothing to say. I don't know what the federal is. It would be a pleasure. Uh, Michael Lombardi, don't you have uh, some showers to be cleaning at the Pilot J there in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming? You fly him out to Wyoming in between games? To clean showers at the Flying J. <laughs> Why, well, I got the Sunday ticket. <laughs> or pilot. You watch the, watch the NFL. Whatever. Well, I used what to do, you guys... you know, do shit with the TV. What? You're in there doing the pay showers. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. So when I made um, the trade. It's where you, from the showers. Yeah. Now, Mr. Lombardi, I did have one final question before we talked about next week. I heard a rumor and I saw some writing that you actually didn't even offer Richardson up for a trade. You just contacted the Colts and didn't see what other offers were out there. I like the Colts. I like Andrew Luck's my guy. He's on my team. What am I supposed to do? Like uh, give him a give away? Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, Chris, Chris, Ian, Brian, Brian, Chris, Ian. What, 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 what's going on? What's going on? I don't know if you heard that, but. I believe Michael Lombardi said that Andrew Luck was on his team, but he's not on the Browns, sir. Oh. He said his fantasy team. Are we talking about Lagoda your fantasy Ramanolo, team? Ramanolo, my fantasy team. Name after my dog. Michael Lombardi, what you, what, what's going on here? Do you, have you confused fantasy and reality? What are the... Jimmy <laughs> Aslan, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just confused right. as all hell now. All right, well, what do you guys... Let's just get some predictions for next week versus the Bengals. What's going to happen? Bengals win. <laughs> Michael Lombardi says Bengals win. Can we get a score out of you? I go uh, 35, uh, 35-14 probably. 35-14. <laughs> Two touchdowns. Yeah, I, got that, I got that AJ boy on my team too, you know. He's, he's a good, AJ good, Green good is on. receiver, let yeah. me tell you. Michael Lombardi, Michael Lombardi I, was, I was on your side with the Richardson trade at first, but now I'm not so sure. Kind of feel like it's because it's just a fantasy team thing, right? Well, I'm not sure this man has any sort of actual connection with the real world. Mr. Lombardi, what's hey, the kind of... Flying J's everywhere. <laughs> well, I want to thank both of you guys. Jimmy, are you still here? Is he going? Oh, of course. I'm still here. I got nothing better right. to do. 
Will you guys want to hang out for the rest of the episode? Well, I, I just thought you might want to know what my prediction for the Bengals game is. What's your prediction, Jimmy? My prediction we, is after the wait. game. Yes. Am I allowed to call you Jimmy? Well, of course you can call me Jimmy, All right, right? thank you, sir. Oh, you're most welcome. My prediction is that after the game, everybody's going to head down to the pilot stations or Flying J's or whatever it is I own, and they're going to take some hot showers, they're going to get some Johnsonville brats, and they're just going to have themselves a grand old time. That sounds good to me. You heard it from the man, Jimmy Haslam himself. Hey, I, I, I got to go. I, you know, I, my, uh, uh, my wife, uh, Millie, and my kids, uh, we got to walk to Lagoto Romanolo and, uh, and uh, kiss on my wife's pussy. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I'm not sure what some of that meant. <laughs> hey, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show, Michael Mike. Marty. Hey, Michael Marty. Marty. Mwah, mwah. I love you guys. Jimmy Haslam, we're glad to have you guys. Any fantasy tips this week? Good, good luck with your fantasy teams. Who do I start? Who do I sit? Michael Lombardi. Can I, can I catch a ride with you to kiss some of that wife pussy? All right, no, we're going to take it. Thank you. We're going to go real fast here to uh, can I a just little say, bit. What's, wait, what? Those guys are kind of assholes. Right? Yeah, they're terrible. They're the worst. worst. They were, oh, God, they're taking, like, they're still here in the studio, guys. I can see them in the hallway out there. And they're literally taking rolls of toilet paper from the bathroom. That's, that's oh, God. Haslam's got coffee filters from the employee lounge. May I just uh, uh, add that I think they are both disgusting, and I'd love to have them back on the show at any love time. Love to have them oh, on the course, show. Yeah. I thought that was quality radio. If you guys, good. Jimmy Haslam, Michael Lombardi, if you guys want to come back on the show, just email me personally at I would love to talk to you guys about Breaking Bad at I would love to talk to you guys about Breaking Bad dot I would love to talk to you guys about Breaking Bad. <laughs> All right. Slash Walter. Slash Walter. All right. Ian. Yes. Um... I have here. We're gonna take. We're gonna do a little trivia here in a minute. We're gonna take a break, come back, finish up the show. But Ian, we're gonna give you another shot at guessing the six B's in a P. <coughs> this has been going on. You know, earlier actually, when we were talking about Jimmy Haslam and Michael Lombardi being great radio. This Don't is say actually, my name. Jimmy. <laughs> oh Jesus. He's Jim back, man. guys. How did he get a Johnsonville brat? Do we even have those here? I brought my own. You brought your own. Very yeah, nice pun. I got insulated. Good one, Jimmy. What, Jimmy? I take back I got, some of the bad things I said about I you. I got to go. Bye, y'all. All right. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks for stopping by. We're glad you came back. Love to have you on for a third time at some point in the future. Um, the man does have style. He looks good. He looks wears great. Thing. Looks great. No chud fashion there. No, he is rocking it. Form-fitted. Uh, Ian, we're, we're going to do terrible radio, Ian, which is terrible internet radio, podcast, whatever the hell this is, which is where you continually try to guess what these letters stand for. It's been weeks now that you've been trying. All right, so I've, I've, to my understanding, I am 66 and two-thirds percent correct right now. That probably is right, yeah. Yeah, we're no pathologist here at six Bs and a P. Okay. So what do we have so far? What do you... So far, and correct me if I'm wrong... We have bounds, back bounds, bounds. <laughs> We're starting off with that. This whole thing, it just makes my mouth go weird. What is it? We just say this whole thing. This whole thing. The Browns, Backer, Bryans, something, something, something. All three of those somethings start with B. Yes. Podcast. Okay. 
So as I told you earlier, two of the words mm -hmm. which you have already said repeat. But I don't know which two they are. No. Or and the other makes order. no sense. The other makes no sense. Ooh, an extra clue from Chris Poland. Chris Poland. Brown's backing Brian's. Okay. B podcast. Can I get some thinking music? Do you have anything here? Nothing. No. Do you have anything in the round? Around in the. Jimmy, Michael Lombardi, you guys got anything? Let me see what I got. Jimmy, you got anything? No. He's still I here? Know, but I forgot. <laughs> Michael Lombardi's here, too. We're waiting on a cab. Folks. Um, you guys uh, are waiting on a cab. Yeah, that seemed... Don't you guys have, like, cars or drivers or anything? Okay, here, we're going to give you some thinking music here. Ready? I'm ready. That's not music. Yeah, it's not music. Is this the new Wolf Eyes? Oh, it is the new Wolf Eyes. All right. Okay. So, well, come on now. Browns backing Brian's. Yes. Brilliant Browns backing uh, podcast. Fuck my face. What did you even say? Brilliant's not one of the words. Well, I don't know that it's not one of the words. Chris Mullen <laughs> said, said it wouldn't make sense, and brilliant in this context does not make sense. But it's still incorrect. It shines One more like a shot. Light. One more shot? One more shot, and then we're right. done for this week. Brown's backing... Now, before I give this other shot, the yeah. other two words that I said, were they correct? Brown, what were the other two words you said? I don't remember. All right, well, then let's just <laughs> say yes. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brown's backing Brian's... Brown's backing... Boob podcast... That is ever so close, but we're going to have really? to go one more week. So We got all but the last B correct, Ian Wolf. And so we'll go on to next week. You have uh, Browns backing Brian's, Browns backing Buh podcast. We'll go on. God, another week. Who cares? Is that a cliffhanger? Does anybody <laughs> out there care? Email Ian. What address can the email Ian at? Because I don't know either. I forgot. Really? I knew and I forgot. <laughs> so I'm not alone in this, Brian. Maybe you're a yep. lifesaver. You can't help him. So we got two trivia questions this week. <laughs> and that's also can... the email address, Brian. Maybe you are a lifesaver. <laughs> two trivia questions this week, guys. And as you know, we changed our format a few weeks ago. So all three of you are going to answer the trivia question. Cue up the trivia theme. Okay, go. Okay, was it going? Yeah, we don't have one. Trivia okay. time! Trivia time! <laughs> All right, trivia time. The Don Fleming Memorial trivia question. Two of them. Both topical, so that's why I'm including both of them. The first one is Brian Hoyer. We discussed last week that Brian Hoyer was the 19th Browns starting quarterback <laughs> since they came back in 1999, right? Yep. Only one other Browns quarterback won their first start, which real fast before you guys even think about this question, let's take a moment to honor the sadness involved with that information. <laughs> Is this Only one other one out of the 19th won the first time they played. So this is new Browns we're talking about. New Browns since 99. 
Besides Hoyer, only one other Brown won their first start as a quarterback. And I want you guys to tell me who you think that was. I'm going to give you a few seconds here to think about that. During those few seconds, I want to plug Pierogi Mountain, their sponsor for this week. We love us some Pierogi Mountain down here at Aqua Bear Headquarters in Athens, Ohio. Pierogi Mountain, you can find those dudes at Cafe Bourbon Street. Usually doing some Tuesday night events, and you can buy their pierogies, I believe, all the time at this point. That's in Columbus. In Columbus, Ohio. Find them on Facebook, and you can find out what they're cooking up, all handmade, local when possible. It's a pretty awesome ingredient run by good folks. I just had some brisket stroganoff ones not that long ago. It was fantastic. Check them out at Bourbon Street. Find them on Facebook. Just search Pierogi Mountain. All right, so what do you think? Answer to the first question. Matt. Wait, no, Matt's not here. Ian. <laughs> I was thinking about pierogies. You sure will. Ian, what do you think? Brad Gradkowski. Brad Gradkowski. All right. That is not even a real person, so we're going to go ahead and say no. There, Chris Poland. Wait, what's his name? Bruce? It is Bruce. Chris Poland. Spurgeon Wynn. Spurgeon Wynn. Brian Weeby. Derek Anderson. Derek Anderson. You are all incorrect. No. Uh, Chris and Weeby's were both people, though, which I guess was a step above Ian's. <laughs> Jeff Garcia in 2004. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you. He's the only other Brown besides Brian Hoyer to win his first start. Next trivia question. And I'm, I'll try not to include two, but these were both just so good. Obviously, it's only a three games in, and the NFL, you know, is a you know we talk about parity. There's always good teams, but it's pretty evenly matched. But this past Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, and the Detroit Lions all won. Okay. Okay. What's significant about that is it's been a while since that's happened on the same day. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you the choice of three years, three different years, okay? And I want okay. you to tell me which one of those years is the last time that the Bengals, the Browns, and the Lions all won on the same day. Now, before we get started, I have a question. Yes. And I don't want to like, stand on ceremony or anything, but sure. once one year is guessed, is that off the table for the other guessers? That's a good question. I, well, yeah, thank Maybe you. you guys could all say it at the same time. That just sounds we have like a hard time clapping in synchrony. Yeah. Well, why don't just, we just... Yeah, once it's gone, it's gone. Well, I know the no. answer to this. I'll pick last. <laughs> okay. Jimmy, are you playing? No, I just want to say I know the answer. Okay. So here are your choices. I told him the answer. Michael Lombardi, you still, are you guys still waiting on the cab? And my, my brother Fredo's supposed to show up, give us a ride back to the place. We gotta get that wife pussy eaten or something. I don't know. Whoa, what's going whoa, on. sir, this is a family program. Well, yeah, we're going to Michael Lombardi's wife to kiss her pussy. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> family. Wow. It's family stuff. Is that, That's sir, is that. You, you gotta satisfy your family. You gotta satisfy your family. Um. <laughs> So, here's the choices you have for years, and Michael and Jimmy, if you want to jump in too. When was the last time the Bengals, the Browns, and the Lions all won on the same day? Was it 
1987, 2002, or 1994? And I'm going to give you guys a few seconds to think on that. In those few seconds, I want to plug our home, AquaRealLegion.com. AquaRealLegion, supporting 6Bs and a P, hosting us as a podcast, supporting a lot of other awesome Ohio music. You found tons of great downloads right here. Just click on free music on AquaRealLegion.com, download some compilations or stream them. You can find this podcast, 6Bs and a P, along with sometimes the very issue, the Moose is Loose, and many more to come in the end of 2013 and 2014. Also, new release on Aquabear through Misra Records, 300 limited edition cassette release of the Spine Riders, Hello Future Tinglys. This is the high school punk rock band of the late Jason Molina of Sounds Ohio and Magnolia Electric Company. It's pretty awesome. Buy it. All proceeds go to Musicians Emergency Medical Association, a nonprofit that helps fund healthcare for musicians. Aquabearlegion.com, check it out. We love them. You're one source for force. I listened to that uh, when I got home from the county fair, and it's really great. Everyone totally. should buy it. It's pretty awesome. Now, you made a choice there, Brian Costco, to say 2013 and 2014 as opposed to 2013 2014. Uh-huh. That's how we do it now on Aquabear well, Legion. I, yeah, I didn't see anything in the Aquabear Legion style manual about that, so I just want to make sure yeah. that. Aaron a, Van Dorn uh, established that at this year's Nelsonville Music Festival. <laughs> and we're on the Van Dorn style manual at all times. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. So, okay. VDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what we're going to start with Weeby this time. Brian, which one of those three years did the Bengals, Lions, and uh, Browns all win on the same day? I'm going to take the one in the 80s. Was it 87? 87. Okay, so that's we do. Do we agree that's off the table then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Who, now hold Andy? on there. Hold on. Jimmy, there. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. What? In, in 1987 is the year that I first became in charge of a single flying J or pilot or whatever it is. Where was that at, sir? That was in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Also, I'm not sure that's correct, but also, why are you naked? Why aren't y'all? Can't nobody see us. Good question. Jimmy, um, do you want to weigh in, or are you taking Ian's spot to take the second guess? Jimmy, get off my shit here, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to answer. Okay. Say 2002. 2002. Well, that's just fucking stupid. Chris Poland, you get the last one by default. 1994. 1994. And that is the correct answer. Chris Poland, you're the winner. None of you won the first one. Chris Poland, you won the second one. (laughs) On November 13th, 1994, the Bengals, Browns, and Lions all won on the same day. Barry Sanders ran for 237 yards against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lamb. Boom. Um, we, what do we got here? We're going to do an interlude. We're going to do one more break here, listen to one more classic Cleveland Browns play, come back with Tweets of the Week. Um, the week. Anything else? What uh, was that? I said Tweet of the Week. I was your hype man. Were you? Do it again. Let's try it one more time. All right. We're going to come back with a Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Um, and some more fun stuff. Uh, let's listen to another classic Browns play. Michael Lombardi, you want to count us off here? Give us a little, like, station ID. 
Hey. No. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Six Bs and a P. Underneath he goes. The ball back to midfield. But the Jaguars will give them all of that they want as the game is now down to 18 seconds to play. Third down, and Couch may want to, he's going to have to run a play. He can't spike it. Third down. Looking long. He's got time. Is this like New Orleans? the extra point they will get the opportunity to kick the extra point with double zeros on the clock that was a 50-yard touchdown throw from Tim Couch and the the receiver Quincy Morgan, Morgan absolutely ripped the ball out of the defender's hand are you kidding me well all right we're back here that was quick. That was Jimmy, did you think that, that was, was fast? That was surprisingly fast. Wait, is that Ian? Yeah, it's Ian. Ian, you sound a little bit like Jimmy Hassel. Is he still here? I don't see him. He's gone. I, I think the cab came. I heard a honk. Okay. Those guys were weird. Yeah, agreed. Love to have him back on the show. Anytime. Anytime yeah. they'd like to come back. Jimmy Hassel, email us at, uh, you know, Email.com. Yeah, whatever. Email.com. <laughs> Michael Lombardi and Jimmy Hassel here on the Pierogi Mountain Fresh Take Hotline, 2216 Summit Street, Columbus, Ohio. They're at Cafe Bourbon Street. You can get their pierogi all the time. Packages of six for five bucks. One dollar pierogi night every Tuesday. It is awesome. Are we getting free pierogies out of this? I hope so. I hope so, too. Pierogi Mountain, we'd love to have you on the show and get free pierogi. <laughs> Maybe you can make like a Lombardi pierogi. A Lombardi pierogi, like meatballs? For Michael yeah, Slate's father? Full of pizza? Like I a Trentino's pizza roll with a <laughs> pierogi pie. door in it? Trentino's I would eat that. Trentino, Trentino <laughs> Mountain. Uh, we'd love to have you guys back on the show. Tweet of the week, guys. Yeah, what is I it? Got, I have two of them as well. What? Well, one of them isn't a Browns player, but it's about the Browns, and it's so awesome. Should we pause for the Tweet of the Week theme song? All right, let's pause for the Tweet of the Week theme song. Do you have something? Yeah, ready? Okay. It's the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week here. <laughs> Telling you what to do. <laughs> On six Bs and a P. <laughs> nice theme song, guys. Thanks. Tweet of the Week this week. Let's start with the first one. This is not from a Browns player, but it's so fantastic I had to include it. Adrian Peterson of the Minnesota Vikings at Adrian Peterson. 22H. No. <laughs> just at Adrian Peterson. Okay. Adrian Peterson says, so my daughter is laying here under me. We're not going to talk about that. That's the only thing. I kind of want to talk about that. So my daughter is laying here under me, and she just out the blue, she says, wait, hold on. So my daughter is laying here under me, and just out the blue, she says, I can't believe you lost to the Browns, Daddy. SMH. Now, I just recently found out what that actually means. What's it mean? Shaking my head. Shaking my head. 
So what do you think? Adrian Peterson's daughter even knows that he shouldn't have lost to the Browns. He should have hashtagged Christian Ponder sucks dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That, that brings up a point I had during the game. Okay. There's a guy sitting uh, behind me who every time the Browns like failed to get a first down and third down would scream in the most fucking meathead voice possible, You didn't get fucking nothing, bitch! You suck dick! <laughs> to Christian Ponder? No, to whatever Browns player like failed to get the first down. <laughs> Was he the guy with the uh, VWO wrestling title belt? I think it might have been. He was a burly dude. Nice. But he was saying, like, you suck dick. Like, I mean, it's... Wow. Yeah, I don't want to get blue or anything, but it's been my experience that, you know... It's been my experience that It's not a bad thing. Um, It's been my experience that you like working the blue. Yeah, there's that. All right, so that's the first tweet of the week. Phil Taylor actually responded to the media by saying he can say what he wants, but he wasn't a factor in the game. Oh, snap. Oh. Mm. Oh, Phil also, Taylor. Let's see. Not in my head. Phil Taylor. Phil Taylor. Go on. You were right. Adrian Peterson, 25 carries, 88 yards, and the touchdown. Long of nine yards. I'd say if you get out of there with one touchdown from Adrian Peterson, you're solid because Christian Ponder does suck dicks. But Christian Ponder, while he was sucking those dicks, ran for two touchdowns. But whatever, it wasn't enough. Who cares? Browns win. Browns win. Browns win. Um, and Jason Pinkston, who's been on a Tweet of the Week previous winner, he also was talking some shit at Adrian Peterson saying, what's up with the Browns front seven or something. Anyway, the other Browns tweet of the week. I just want to say, real quick, I just looked at our itinerary and I read it as Pinkston also taking shit. (laughs) (laughs) It actually says talking shit, but I can see how you would read it. Um, We have another tweet from a Browns player. I believe he's at least on the practice squad. I'm not sure if he's on the real team. Uh, LJ Fort. His his Twitter handle is at I underscore serve 24. H. No, just 24. Um, a beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. Proverbs 11.22. Make sure she's more than pretty before you wife. So just so the audience understands, like it took me a few times of looking at it, and we don't have that luxury here, but I'm going to repeat it one more time just so you can kind of visualize it. How does what one he, wife... Well, he's using it as a verb in this case, but the beginning, of, the, one, the beginning of what I'm saying here is actually Proverbs 11.22. I looked it up. It's in the Bible. A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. Dressing up a turd, right? Yeah, it looks like a kind of pig. Lipstick on a pig. Or a gold ring in a pig. Yeah, a gold ring in a pig snout. And then LJ Fort gives you his interpretation of that. At least this is what I'm reading it as. Which is, make sure she's more pretty, more than pretty, before you wife. Words of wisdom. Words well, of wisdom. Yeah. Here's the issue I have. Sure, go ahead. I know he's working within the constraints of 140 characters on Twitter. And uh, we're not really sure how much brain power. Also that, I I just want to point out that you, space, wife, is the same number of characters as marriage, which would make that an actual sentence. (laughs) Make sure she's more than pretty before marriage. It's true. LJ Fort. Call me next. Next time you want to tweet something like this, call me 
at 1-800-140 characters. <laughs> Is that a toll-free number now we're giving out here? No, I'm going to charge you. Is that what's happening? Um, no. So you want us to call you collect? No, email me. No. Email me at 1-800. Okay. Um, the other thing we want... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Ian. No, just email me at 1-800. At email.com. Email Ian at 1-800, everybody. Um, you can reach him that way. So, tweets of the week there. You have it, LJ Fort, giving you a little biblical knowledge about getting your wife on. Mm-hmm. And Adrian Peterson's daughter thinking the Browns suck, but the Browns beat her dad's team because the Vikings suck worse, right? While, while she was under him. Yep. <laughs> while she was under him. Browns, of course, have the Bengals next week. And I wanted to do a segment. Dave brought this up that we're just going to do real quick. That we're going to do a how bad do the Steelers suck segment. That's a good question. How bad do they suck? They're 0-3. Hold on. Last we, have, we, have, we have theme music. Theme music. Do we? Yeah, we do. How bad do the Steelers suck? <laughs> All right. How bad do the Steelers suck? They're 0-3. Last place in the AFC North. They just lost to the Chicago Bears at home, 40-23. to They play the Minnesota Vikings this week. Oh, wait. What's that? That is the daiquiri that my lovely assistant just brought me. So they <laughs> suck by one more game than we do. Yeah, but we're ahead of them. Well, let's just hope we beat them. Do you yeah. know they are ranked 31st overall in rushing yards? The wow. Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, and the Browns will play them Sunday, November 24th. That'll be the first one. Well, I think I speak... For all of Browns. Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh, what? Holy shit! What, what, what? The Browns are playing on Thanksgiving this year. Oh, wow. Did they, the NFL make a mistake? They're playing the Baltimore Ravens at 8.30 p.m. That's exciting. That is cool. That's very exciting. Wait, no. That's not true. I, mean, you, I just made that up. Thank you for railroading uh, my joke. I'm still looking at the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers are the Steelers are playing the Ravens on Thanksgiving. Please step on oh, the to disseminate false information. You're one source for force. And false information. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. Then I was like, wait a minute, why are the Browns playing the Browns? <laughs> Sunday, December. So the Browns play the Ravens. Sunday, November 24th, and then again on Sunday, December 29th. We talked earlier, we're going to try to do a live episode where everyone's in the same room. Not that that's not already happening. It's just a really big room. Yeah. It's just a big-ass room. What um, is a room, gonna, anyways? Yeah, we're going to try to do a real Whoa. one though, where we all watch the game. and. That would be the stuff. game on December 22nd, I believe. Let's see here. Yeah, either that or the 29th, right? Uh, 20 seconds is what it's going to have to be for me. Brian Levy, are you going to be in Ohio? Uh, most likely. Not not sure, but I'd assume so. Browns are playing the Jets, is that right? Yeah. I don't know, either one has the internet right now. Yeah. Browns are playing the Jets on December 22nd and at 1 p.m. I'm also proud to announce we're going to try to line up for next week. Um, 
local Athens legend, music legend, Mike Elliott. Um, Mike I'm Elliott. gonna watch the awesome. game with him. I'm gonna I'm watch really the game with that, him. He's uh, a, put out a good record recently. Super Nobody's awesome. Yeah, Super Nobody. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mike Elliott and I are gonna watch the game. I think we're gonna go up to Tony's, where I, I went last week. Um, and we're going to watch the Browns game together. He's a Bengals fan. Nobody. And then we're going to talk a little bit. He agreed to be on the podcast. So I think what we'll probably do is do it as a segment where we'll go to that. You know, we'll do our normal thing here. I want him um, on the whole time. I don't know if that's going to work like that. It might, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Well, um, I'm podcast thinking, is a logistic nightmare. It is. We're having some problems. If anyone out there, you know, in general, guys... I would actually like to put this up. We have a job posting. We do have a job posting. We need someone out there who wants to help the Aquabear Legion in the podcast department exclusively, um, both helping to spread the ones that we have going currently through iTunes and other stuff and getting it out there and knowing how to do that because we don't know what we're doing and also developing new ones and just all that stuff. If you out are out there and you like the Aquabear Legion and the Cut of Our Jib and Ohio Music, and you like, you don't even have to like the Cleveland Browns. I don't care. If you know what you're doing, drop me a line at brian at aquabearlegion.com. You can also email us at where, Ian? Um, I feel like for this, we should have the actual email address. Okay, it's brian at aquabearlegion.com. B-R-I-A-N. And if that um, doesn't work... If that doesn't work, Ian... If that doesn't work, you can email us at... You know, I've got a whole lot of free time, so what should I do? I should probably help this nonprofit arts organization put some podcasts on iTunes, comma, or whatever, because, you know, I'm a nice guy like that at... Is that it? That's it. <laughs> is the silence supposed to be in there, or does it end at... Ah. It's at silence. Silence. Okay. Silence. silence. Um, so you heard it there. Get a hold of us if you want to help out. Also, feel free to just get a hold of us, Brian at AquabearLegion.com. Tweet at us. Leave a message on Facebook if there's something you want to hear about on the show or you have to say. If you um, have episode ideas, I'd be awesome. If you have episode ideas, we're hoping, like I said, Mike Elliott on next week. We're working on getting in the future here, folks, lining up such guests as Dave Obenauer mm -hmm. of Ghetto Blaster Magazine. Trying to get Dave on. We're also talking to none other than Matthew Hillis, mm. trying to get him out in the future. I still think the best possible idea, we want to get our dads on the show. Dad episode, possibly yep. in the works. Um, and who knows? I mean, geez, guys, after today, with Jimmy Haslam and uh, Michael Lombardi showing up, who knows? I'm still here. Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> uh, what the hell? We thought you left. Yeah, Where Michael, are you? Michael Lombardi jumped in that cab and he said, see you later, sucker. I'm going to go get some Trentino's pizza rolls. <laughs> All right, so what are you doing here then? So, well, I'm just watching y'all. Okay. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't like Chris Poland. That makes Chris Poland like... Is it because I'm, I'm touching myself? <laughs> I didn't even know you were doing that. Oh, I, I'm, I'm doing that, Brian Weeby. That wasn't Brian Weeby. <laughs> Whoever. That guy needs to know who y'all are. Come on now. Okay. Um, Mr. Haslam, you heard it here live six and six B Snippy headquarters. Mr. I got a Haslam. question. What celebrity guest from Brown's past or present or future would you most like to see? Yeah, leave show? it in the comments, right? 
if you want to see them on the show, you're out of luck. Right here, you only hear them. Hear them. Sometimes you can see them. We have a viewer, but he's not seeing anything. Or I she. know. I just, um, so probably jacking it. All right, predictions for next week, guys. Who do you think? Browns, Bengals. Browns. Chris Pollen. Ian says Browns. Chris Pollen. <laughs> Browns. Brian Weeby. I mean, I got to say Browns. Bengals got a lot of talent, though. They do. They're not trading it away. Brian uh, Weeby. You keep talking like that. You're not welcome back. <laughs> Jimmy Haslam, are you there? Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think? Who's going to win? Browns, Bengals. Flying J. Flying J is his vote. I also vote. I vote Pilot. Fair. Is that That's okay? Fair. That's fair. Um, we're going to go with Pilot. Um, I'm going to go with the Federalis on that one, actually. The Federal. Uh oh. I have a question for you. <laughs> yes. Which one of those do I own? All of them. It's true. No shit. <laughs> he just wants to know that. Jimmy, thanks for being on the show. Thank yeah. you guys both. Let's – hey, wait, hold on. Um, before we go, Brian, you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, sure. I made a, a music video for a band from Chicago called Save the Clock Tower. It got on MTVU, which is nice. kind of cool. Woo! And you can see probably the best resolution version online at uh, either my website or on Vimeo. Vimeo, look up Brian Weeby. Brian with an I. Weeby's W-I-E-B-E. My website, I'm in the process of changing the name, but it's etherealepitome.com. Brian Weeby, if you need help with your website name, let me know. All right. I got a new one in the works, but that'll remain a mystery. Ian, no what was the web address real fast? that You you were actually working on something for Brian Weeby's uh, new venture. What was the address for that? It was... Brian Weeby's got a camera, and he points it at things, and he presses record.gov. <laughs> .gov. That was actually a government-funded project. Yeah, it was until Brian it was. decided to have his own fucking whatever. Until, yeah, well, Brian split off after Obama cut the funding, right? Mm. Yeah, um, old uh, Obama <laughs> video gate. So, Brian, you got a video uh, <laughs> website going there. Go check that stuff out. Very awesome. We thank you for being on the show. Thank you. And, and I think Brian, you'll if you are you might, you're going to be on the show a bunch, I imagine. And of course, keep sending us the broken bandwagons. Um, we'll be checking in with you. You're welcome whenever you like to come back. We'd love to have you. I will do that. All right, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Chris Pauland. Yes. You have anything you want to plug? Um, you can find me often at home, painting Skaven or playing video games, or on the internet. Uh, backstage Pass on rockstarprowrestling.com, uh, some writing on ghettoblastermagazine.com, and Six Bees and a Pea and uh, other podcasts like Sometimes the Bear Eats You on aquabearlegion.com. Your one source for force. For force. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Glad to have you on. Ian Wolf. <laughs> thanks for being on as always. You guys are yeah. all awesome. My pleasure. Ian, what do you have? Uh, I am on the radio this coming Friday from 1 to 4 p.m. Central Time. That's 2 to 5 Eastern at kvsc.org. I'll be playing a bunch of 
fucking indie rock bullshit or whatever. Other than that, you can find me in Stuart Hall, room 310 on the St. Cloud State campus, Mondays 10 to 1, Tuesdays 9.30 to 2, Wednesdays 4 to 7.30, Thursdays 9.30 to 2, Fridays later in the semester when the kids need to know. All right, man. Awesome. Go listen to Ian. Go visit him at his office hours. That would really freak him out. I'm your host, Brian Costco. I guess I'll plug this podcast at 6Bs and a P, my podcast about the Cleveland Browns. You can also find me occasionally playing some noisy rock and roll with my band, Unmonumental. Unmonumental. Best new band in Athens. Best award-winning band. We'll be playing Thursday, October 3rd at the Union. Um, you can also find me driving around in my new Honda CRV, which I'm excited to have a vehicle again. Cole Redding's vehicle. It's got a big tire uh, cover, like spare tire thing in the back that I want to kind of put an aqua bear on somehow. Um, I don't know how that's going to work yet. Stickers. Stickers, probably. And, of course, I want to thank AquabearLegion.com, as always, for hosting us. AquabearLegion, your one source for forests and everything Ohio music and art related. I want to and thank all of you for Michael listening. Lombardi, Jimmy Michael Lombardi, Jimmy Haslam for being here. I want to thank Pierogi Mountain and the Fresh Take Hotline for supporting those fine folks being with us. Pierogi Mountain, find them on Facebook. Homemade pierogies, local ingredients by awesome folks right in Columbus, Ohio. Find them at Cafe Bourbon Street. You can buy them on Tuesday nights when they're cooking them fresh. You can also find them packaged fresh anytime from behind the bar. Is this, our first, some... uh, is this our first three-hour episode? It is so long. <laughs> it is our first three-hour episode. Do you guys want to do some Thanks. more bits? No, we're done. Thanks for listening. Browns versus Bengals next week. Go Browns. We'll be Browns. back here. Woo! Mike Elliott. Ow! Trivia's tweet, Sherry Oliver and her fantasy guessing. Dig it! Six pieces of me, I'm from Religion.com. Park, 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 park. Park, park, park. Go, Browns.